and rules under the scrutiny of bosses and management one show breaks all the rules to deliver entertaining compelling and educated radio and stand above all the rest and this show isn't it are you ready for this it's the jojo and scotty's show after the show enjoy hey man what's happening what's going on with you i have a pinch in my neck and it's it, it, it's, no, it's covid it's not bad enough to stop my life but it's so annoying and i'm like well, what how did this happen now, I was in an awkward position. I was watching Yellowstone last night. Maybe I fell asleep the wrong way. Like, there's different positions I can sleep. Like, Did I you can't... sleep uh, with your cowboy hat on? <sighs> that show is pretty cool, man. It's Yellowstone a, it's is a really good. It's a fantastic show, yeah. Yellowstone, yeah. And I'm so, uh, yeah, I, I got, I'm, I think, five or six episodes in, so I have, like, I have a ton of Yellowstone ahead yeah, of Yeah, you me. got, because uh, they just wrapped up the fourth season, I want to say. Is that what I know? I got a lot of Yellowstone. Yeah. yeah, I think, uh, yeah, just, yeah, fourth season just, just wrapped up, I think. Yeah. Either that or the third, but I think it's the fourth. I'm sitting, like, I'm watching it last night, and then uh, my wife comes in. Now, she has real work to do downstairs for her real job. So I'm watching Yellowstone, and she's like, oh, I'll be right up. So she, now she brings her laptop and her work mm-hmm. in bed with yep. her. Yep. And I'm like, I got about 10 minutes left in Yellowstone, then I'm turning it off, and then I'm going to bed. But yet now I feel like I'm sleeping in the middle of the office, and she's like, do you want me to go downstairs? I'm like, no, honey, I love you. I want you to stay right here. Nah, no, like, no. See, I would have said, get, get out of here. She said, is the light okay? No, it is. I always sleep when I feel like the sun is coming <laughs> up, honey. That's the best time for oh, the rest. You should see my uh, my my wife got like mood lighting for the lamps on our uh, on our side tables of next door bed. Don't get me started. It's this. It's it. They can like they mood light red or green or blue. Oh yeah. And I'm like, what are we? I feel like I'm walking into a brothel. My son has them <laughs> under his bunk bed. They're LEDs. Oh well, yeah. I have well, I have the LEDs in my little guy's room. They they uh, they loop around the wall. Yeah, and they they yeah. It's like a piece of tape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have it going up all the corners. Uh, these are these are I guess LED bulbs. So they're in the in the lamps. And uh, yeah, I'm like I'm like I keep walking in there singing the song Roxanne. Turn on your red light. Do you have a salt lamp? Because I have a salt lamp. It's a lamp that looks like a fake piece of rock. Okay. Uh, so I don't know where it we comes. Were, we were on the salt lamp years ago. Okay. It lasted six months. It's now in the basement. It's a pain <laughs> in the ass because my wife will leave it on and then go put the kids down. And then I get up, and if she's not in bed, like, now I got this salt lamp, and it dims all the way down. And yep. I'm like, just don't put the salt lamp on. I don't need a lamp on when I'm trying to sleep. I don't care what kind of lamp it is. And if you go down my basement, you just see like the history of bad purchases. Yeah, that's of, it. Of things that that you know you see online, and my wife liked it on Pinterest, and we we got it. It either lasted for a couple months or broke, and then it just makes its way to the basement. Yeah. So I went out and got a three foot lava lamp. Now <laughs> the lava lamp is the one I use that puts me to sleep. Uh, everybody, it's White Trash Wednesday. We're going to get into that. We're going to find a ZXL Workforce Employee of the Day, too. Uh, yeah, we got tickets for Sammy Hagar and The Circle. 
Uh, so we'll hook you up with that. And indoor auto racing coming the boardwalk call. We'll get with uh, tickets for that too. And journey to journey. We'll tell you what journey song is happening today. How about your first pick in the morning? Uh, so I, I turned you on to the show Peacemaker with John Cena. And uh, this guy, Tom Kiefer from Cinderella, gets a shout out. It's one of uh, John Cena's favorite bands is Peacemaker. So I don't know much about Cinderella. So uh, I think this was their biggest hit. Uh, this is uh, I you, you don't know what you got till it's gone. It's uh, yeah. Yeah. So here, Cinderella. Enjoy. 100.7 ZXL. South Jersey's rock station, ZXL Morning Show. Good morning. Do it live. Everybody. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. And thing sucks. I'm Scotty. Good morning. Here's some news for you. Uh, for the first time since October, the rates of the coronavirus cases reported within New Jersey schools have fallen as the Omicron tsunami shows signs of receding. Staff rates dropped to 58.5 cases per 1,000 during the week ending January 2nd to 49.3 cases per 1,000 during the week ending January 9. New Jersey on Tuesday reported another 42 confirmed COVID-19 deaths and 9,073 confirmed positive tests, while the statewide transmission rate fell below the key benchmark of 1 as the recent surge gripping the state continues to show signs of easing. Yeah, wait till everybody gets the home test. Everybody's going to be taking them. Uh, a dead body found on the shoulder of the road near a shopping center Monday morning in Egg Harbor Township. The Walmart has been identified, but investigation into the circumstances of the man's death continues. Egg Harbor Township police found a deceased Joseph Richardson II, 42, of Landisville section of Buna at around 7.20 in the morning on the grass along the Black Horse Pike near the Oak Tree Plaza. There were no obvious signs of foul play, but an investigation is ongoing to determine the cause of death. Uh, anyone with information is asked to call 609-926-4051. Uh, that's news. What about sports? Sixers magic. That's going to be tonight. Islanders beat the Flyers 4-3 yesterday. Blue Jackets, Flyers, that's going to be tomorrow. There you go. That's news. That's sports. Yeah, sun and clouds today, high up to 49. Cloudy tonight and a chance of rain. Over that low at 37. Tomorrow for your Thursday, rain and a chance of snow, high up to 41. 38 outside right now, 100.7 ZXL. South Jersey's Rock Station, ZXL Morning Show. My family is overstaying their welcome. They've been here one night. Oh, no. I thought they were dying oh, from COVID. Oh, wait. no. Well, that was last week. So they're oh, okay so now. They're, they're back yeah. now. Okay. So I have a project. I had my brother come down with my mom. They live in Massachusetts to come yeah. down here and help me out with this little project I'm going to take on. But the call was, hey, listen, why don't you uh, why don't you drop the brother off and then stay for a couple of days, hang out with the kids. They, they, they love my mom, B. And then you go back so you each get a break. That was kind of the plan. Okay. So the plan is now Because mom's with, retired, right? Oh, um, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so she's got all the time in the world. Yeah. She has a pension, I found out. So when she dies, I do get something. You, you know, go. Nice. I'm pretty excited about it. But yeah. then I got split with my brother and I, eh, yeah. whatever. So so now it's become not just a couple days drop off brother. Brother hangs out with us for a couple, of you, a couple of weeks, which we enjoy. We enjoy his company. But I think they needed a break from one another. You know, one another. So now it's turned into they come in yesterday, last night. Now, mom, as Sunday, is going to leave the house, but she's going to go to Atlantic City for four days. Yeah. Oh, that pension's going to get blown. Yeah, yeah. We already had an issue with this, like, yeah. before. This is why I stopped talking to mom for about six years, because, you know, every dime kind of oh, went, yeah. She's going to have know. an ocean view, a suite. Let's just say she's not a lucky player, you know? <laughs> she doesn't really, there's not a lot of winning coming out what's of that, her, but she has a good time. What's her vice? Blackjack? Craps. Oh, the slot machines. Slots. I never understood slot machines. Slot machines, it's like a zombie. You're just She's got staring that cord at the thing. from her shirt 
to the card that's in the machine. Looks like a telephone cord. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you can't lose your cards. You know, you live on that. Now, she's been up in Massachusetts. Well, you know, when you beat COVID, that's what you want to do. You want to celebrate by by throwing down some slots. No, I give it to Bally. She's been in Massachusetts for like six years. Somehow she still has earned enough points to be fed and have lodging for four days in Atlantic City. So I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm like, well, when are you guys going back? Well, now that's Sunday to Thursday. Now, my birthday is next Saturday. She's yeah. like, well... We were thinking we would stay through your birthday of to hang course. out for your birthday. Of course, they got to get the cake. Now I, now I listen. It's hard for me to say no. I don't even tell my wife. My wife doesn't find out until last night when they're about an hour away from the house, driving down from Massachusetts. That they were even coming down. Uh no, that they were going to this they were gonna stay. They stay. Were yeah, because it was supposed to be a couple days with the brother and now yeah. you know the mom. And they got a real they got a real sense of what real life is in my house. Now it's not the holidays. Not, yeah, everybody's yeah. not off. We're not we're not watching uh, Rudolph and then everybody you know, hang around the Christmas tree. We, I had this with my my wife went down to visit her brother who's down in Miami Beach, and she stayed there for eight days. And I I flew down for the last two, and uh, and I could tell he was like, it's, I love you guys, but right. it's it's time for you to I need to go back to live my life. And my wife got to see. It's not all vacation. Like, he had his job. Yeah. So he's got to get up early, leave, you know, come home. And when he wants to come home, he may not want to have projects to do or places to go. He may just want to chill. Yeah, I have a routine. By 730, I'm in bed. I hang out with the little guys. And, you know, we'll watch some TV. Sometimes I'll put on Tucker, you know, whatever. So, like, last night, I'm I'm ready to wrap things up at 730. I'm like, okay, I got mom and brother there. They're wide awake because they're not on the schedule that I'm on. I'm like... Yeah, real life in this house when it's not a holiday is everybody's in bed by eight thirty. So you know the lights go out. Everybody, I see yeah, my, my family and- has seen that because we've had that where family has stayed over, and I I, I tell my guy, guys, uh, I wake up early. Yeah, I'm not here to entertain you. you it, I, you're more than welcome to stay. But I'm not here to entertain. Yeah, like you're on my schedule. Like I don't know what you guys think is going to happen in the morning, but yeah, uh, the wife the wife's going to get up later than usual. She's going to run around like a nut, get the kids fed, barely get them onto the bus, and then she's going to go to work. And I'm like, what do y'all think happens during the day? What do you think? That's the thing is, I have to do. I have had family over, company over, where I had work the next day. I've gone to bed, woke up for work. They're still up. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> like, yeah, what are you guys? What are you guys doing? We're on different worlds. <laughs> Look, uh, we get back. Uh, we're gonna knock out some uh, some rock news, but we have the Journey to Journey song of the day. When you hear this Journey song later today with Steve Raymond, you dial up six zero nine six seven seven one hundred seven. Your chance to win Journey tickets, Billy Idol, February twenty third, Wells Fargo Center, and get in the running for that limo ride for six friends and you going up to the show. Courtesy of Avalon Limo. What is the song, JoJo? It is Any Way You Want It. Great song off Caddyshack. Any way you want it. When you hear that song later today with Steve Raymond, 609-677-107. We get back. Rock News. JoJo and Scotty, Rock News. I got some rock news right here. Remember the guy from Iced Earth? He was, uh, it's a heavy metal band, but then he was in the uh, the Capitol Insurgents. Yeah, did he, get, he got locked up, right, for a couple days or something? Yeah, so the United States Department of Justice, I, got, I just got to read it because there's a lot of details that go into this. The United States Department of Justice on January 13th indicted the leader of the Oath Keepers Militia Group, among others. The charges of uh, the sedacious conspiracy for a coordinated attack on the Capitol building January 6th. Permission was granted to unseal documents from cases pertaining to Oath Keeper members, including 
Iced Earth founder John Schaefer, who had previously reached a plea deal for his involvement in what is known as a premeditated plan. So I guess what happened was he he cut a deal with the government, but they were going to seal it so like you wouldn't know anything about it. Right, 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 right. Well, now they're saying, oh, we told you we were going to do that. But now we're not going to do oh, that. Oh, so they're going to release it now. So now we're going to learn all the details about John Schaefer, the United States of America versus John Schaefer, the founding member of a heavy metal band called Iced Earth. Yeah, he doesn't get a lot of mentions for that January 6th special he did. And I think he lost his gig with Iced Earth. If you're Iced Earth, you got to bring this guy in. He's huge now. <laughs> Who replaces John Schaefer? You can do the, You can tour the militia groups. <laughs> they're they're going to they, love you. Why aren't they playing on January 6th? <laughs> uh I think Valerie Bertinelli needs to back off a little bit. So Valerie Bertinelli, married to uh, Eddie Van Halen. She was an actress for one day at a time. She put out a book, right? Eddie's been dead. He's been dead like a year. She put out a book about how much she loved him, and she's saying things like, "Uh, I've never had a love like Eddie Van Halen. Uh, I still uh, love Eddie Van Halen. Here's the thing. I get it. He's he got remarried. Right. Yeah, you're kinda... And there's a woman who's a widow, you know, who's mourning the death of her husband and here his ex-wife who they've been divorced now for like 20 years, 15 years. She's out running around on the Today show, Good Morning America. Oh, he was the love of my life. It's like all about her. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, "Well, back off a little bit, Valerie." He's got a real wife. He's been married to for a long time. I bet you he loves her. Uh, she said, I wasn't expecting to write a book about grief when I started it, but I was in the thick of it. No, the woman who lost her husband yeah. was in the thick of it. Spent every day with him. Uh, she said that uh, even after the divorce, like stuff like this, I know my wife. <laughs> she would kill me. Uh, Ed and I grew even closer after our divorce. We couldn't live with each other, but we found it impossible to live completely apart. Okay, so you did what was right for the okay. kid. I get that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but if you're the wife. The woman who married him and has been married to him for the last 10 years. Yeah, you're ruffling feathers, sure. You're like, what, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I get it. You're on one day at a time. But, but you shut your mouth a little Do bit. Do we need a book? Do we need the circuit me and you? Can you just write a cookbook? What do you, does it need to be about how much you love my husband? Uh, with COVID continuing to wreak havoc on plans of many, the 2022 edition of the Grammys has a new air date and a different location. They're moving from Los Angeles to Vegas. It'll be in April. Earlier this month, it was revealed the Recording Academy had postponed the 2022 event indefinitely after a surge of Omicron. Uh, the January 31st date uh, at the Los Angeles Crypto.com Arena has <laughs> been canceled, and now they are moving to uh, a casino, the MGM Grand in Vegas on April find, 3rd. They're going to find a lot of this, man. It seems like there's rumors, even to the Super Bowl, moving out of, of L.A., man. I it's think people Texas, are just going right? to bail on California altogether. Well, because California's like, they're doing that thing where they're going to be like, well, we're going to do lockdowns. So for, lockdown yeah, for what? Yeah. You saw what it did two years ago. It didn't help anything, and it destroyed your state. And L.A. is great, too, man, because now this homeless guy stabbed this woman. They can't wait to show you the five-mile stretch of just tents and homeless people just <laughs> passed out. It's fantastic it's, in L.A. It's, it, yeah. From what I hear and what I see, <laughs> it looks L.A. And I we have family who moved out. Uh, we I have uh, my wife's cousin. She was a cute girl, walking home from work. What happened? Homeless guy chased her yeah. three blocks. Jeez. She just got in her door, slammed it. He's trying to bang down her front door. Yeah. It wasn't until her husband came home that he chased him off. Zombie movie. That's it's, a zombie it's, movie. That's what she said. Yeah. 
She said she walked by this guy every day, right, on, on the corner, and then one day he just snapped. She said he had a look in his eyes like I've never seen, yeah. and she luckily was able to outrun him. Who knows if he would have caught her, what would have happened. Wow. Uh, there you go. Some rock news for White you. White Trash Wednesday on 100.7. ZXL, South Jersey's Rock Station, and the uh, ZXL more. She actually only told 9 a.m., and then White Trash Wednesday ends, and then the rest of the day is just it's, yeah, it's, it's just a Wednesday. It's, Wednesday, it's, yeah, it's hump day. Yeah, it turns into hump day. Uh, uh, I was so proud of my little guy and my wife yesterday because we, you know, we talk about our, our wives kind of rush around in the morning, right? They're not morning people. Do you feel that you rip on your wife too much? No, I don't feel Sometimes like I, rip I feel on her. a little guilt. Like she's not here to defend herself. And I, I say it in a comedic way that I'm having some fun. Like I think everybody talks about their wife and husband. The way yeah. we do. Like, yeah, I never I mean think... to be mean. Like, I actually like my wife. You know, she's all right. I'm well, that's what I, I think bit. that's what it, it is. We actually, you know, appreciate our wives and stuff, but they sometimes they do nonsensical things. I know what you're saying. Like, if we hated them, then what we're saying is mean. Oh, I've I've talked to people who have, hate, hate yeah, it's terrible, their, <laughs> their partner, and yeah. you can you can tell by the way they talk that they uh, they have no love for each other. Yeah, my wife's one of them. Uh, so, yes, they're just proud, right? Like, you know, I come home. And my wife is 10 minutes early on the bus stop. Yeah, look at that. She's there. I was there. like, guys, awesome. Wow, look at this. But they, they, you know, my, my, my wife took the little guy to school for a little bit to go on a trip. So it was kind of he's getting back in the routine. And I'm like, this is awesome. So what happened? How did this, this is, happen? Like, wow, like, okay, there's a pep in the step. Uh, she forgot what time to be on the bus stop, and she thought it was 10 minutes earlier. Oh, God. So she was even late. <laughs> she was even late to be there early. Uh, do you know what I'm saying? Like, even, yeah. if, even if it was 10 minutes earlier, I think she would have been late. Like, I gave my wife credit the other day. It sounds so silly, but she refuses. Why she does this? She refuses to set the timer on the oven. It's always, I okay, got it. Right, I'm, right, keep, right. I'm keeping an eye on oh, it. I'm like, thank you for I'm bringing so, this up. Like, Are you keeping an eye on it? So my, my wife. I, she, she, me and her got into a fight once because I said, you know, you can set the timer and it'll turn the oven off when you're done. Yeah. She didn't know. She's like, no, it doesn't. I was like, it a hundred percent does. That goes back to the olden days. Yeah. Like the dial. She, it? My wife will do this. She'll just put it on 400. No yeah. timer. Yeah. So it never shuts off. Right. Do you know, I've gone into the kitchen hours after she's done. Just cooking away. Oh, and it's just still on. Yeah. Still on because yeah. it does. And I go, do you know if you put the timer on, it kills the oven when the timer goes off. My wife is a great starter. She's a terrible finisher. Like yesterday, she had a, we were doing taco night. She had a pot of beans on there. So I go in her office. It's like, the beans are still boiling. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she got up. But I'm telling you, man, we probably had two or three pizzas that were burned because she doesn't set the timer. I was like, set the timer. I'm, I'm keeping an eye on it. So the other day, she actually pulled it out. It was perfectly done. I said, well, there you go. There's the time. The timer's there to do help you, you out. Do you find that your wife talks to you way different than you talk to her? I feel like, and my wife has actually said this, that if I talk to my wife the way that she talks to me, she would definitely leave me. Oh, it would be terrible. Sure. Because, I, yeah, like, I take the high road. It's called taking a high road. Yesterday, uh, my, I, before, my wife, uh, before I went on a little vacation to meet up with my wife, who was on a longer vacation, uh, we had a ham. That was left over from Christmas. It was in the fridge and it wasn't made yet. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make it and I'll cut it up and we'll have it for leftovers. Right. I'm not going to eat it, but I'll make it because I don't want it to go bad. Yeah, I do that, too. So I made a ham. It's not very hard. So my wife goes, uh, she comes home yesterday and she she sees the big thing of ham. I had it out and she goes, is it any good? 
And I said, yeah. I said, I, I, I like it. It's not bad. She goes, because your cooking really sucks. Wow. So you can't say that to her. And I go, if, yeah. uh, imagine yeah. if I said to her. Oh, yeah. Babe, your cooking really sucks. Yeah. And then she knew she was wrong. She tried to backtrack. But I'm like, really? She's like, well, you know, you just kind of cook stuff real quick. And I go, yeah, for the kids. Like, I don't sit here saying I'm a chef. Yeah, you're not. You're I, not I get stuff done. You're not wearing the chicken nuggets you warmed up in the air yeah. fryer on your sleeve. It's I like, get, I'm just doing this for the kids. I'm not, a, I'm not preparing stu- a real meal. Yeah, I get stuff done. I'm the, I'm the guy. I'm the hard worker. Is that, that's where I, you know what I'm saying? I'm the guy every day who makes, the, uh, who makes everything work. If that's slop that you think, but yeah. at least it's slop the kids are eating. That's right. Yeah. Right? You make these gourmet meals. They're great. But we can't do them every night. Right. It's well, you know, once a week type thing. I get so it. She, and I was like, wow. Like, is uh, is that ham good? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, because your cooking really sucks. I like this because my wife actually, she she acknowledged that it was a little bit different. Is In the last few months, I've decided to kind of take a step back. And let things kind of just bounce off yeah. more, and I and I've, I've I like I have a more a more laid back, relaxed demeanor at home, and I'm like, I don't yell at the kids, like I don't yell at the kids. I talk to the kids. Hey, listen, man, you got to pick all the stuff up, put it back in your room. That's what you do. I don't have to yell at you anymore. She actually realized that I did that. I was like, well, I'm trying to set a trend for the family. I want everybody to. We should all kind of act like this, you know? Just take a step back. Yeah, and she uh, she acknowledged like, yeah, she, you have been acting. Your personality's been different lately. I'm like, yeah. Good. Thanks for noticing. Yeah, because yeah, I'm trying to yell at him for something. Yeah, I, I'm trying not to have you scream at me. Is yeah, what I'm exactly doing. Yeah. I'm, it makes me a happier oh, person. Dude, she's the cursor. She's and she'll yell at the kids. I'm like, you know, that's not really the way you handle that. And then I'll bring them out there. Well, I'll do it the right way. I'm like, word, I'm word cleaver. That's but. one of my favorite things. Is uh, she'll be like, you were pretty hard on the kids, you know, especially the little guy. And I was like, no, I was parenting. Yeah. And then yeah. so then I, I'll like you back off a little bit. And then I hear her upstairs screaming, mm-hmm. and I go, "Yeah, not so easy. Yeah, right. Not so easy. Right. Right. Yeah. When he's not listening, it gets frustrating. Uh, or hate- when you have to help with homework and he's not paying attention, it's frustrating. Yeah, I hate when I'm trying to be the parent and then she tries to outparent me. I'm like, yeah. No, no, no. We're gonna ha- we're not gonna have this game played. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Uh, and my, you know what? Just so you know, my ham was very good. I'm sure it was. I got oh, a pair of tickets. Beautifully done ham. I'm sure. I got a four pack of tickets for uh, indoor auto racing. That's indoor auto racing going on at Boardwalk Hall. Do you want in? 609-677-107. You ever take something she says and then say it to her and then get a reaction and say, you know you said that to me That's the what same I, way? Yes. My yeah. wife has, has said to me, I can't believe sometimes the things I say to you, if you ever said them to me, we'd, 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 we'd be split up. Does she ever think about not saying them to you? I don't know. Like yesterday when she just said that, like, your, your, your cooking's awful. Yeah, that's a terrible okay. thing like, to say. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, just yeah. I'd rather you not say anything at all. Yeah. I call, my wife, I call my wife fat now like she does me. <laughs> so, 609-677-107. Going back for seconds, huh, Fatty McFat? <laughs> 609-677-107. Pile some more on your plate there, hon. 677-107. Your neck is, I see something in your neck. It's different, honey. <laughs> Dial up. <laughs> Uh, four pack of tickets for indoor auto racing. Come on the boardwalk call 609 677 107. We'll make you the workforce employee of the day. We get back, knock out some headlines. That's funny, man. I know I have a, a phone addiction, and I know my wife has a phone addiction. As much as we want to talk about, we don't. We're on our phones constantly because that's what you do. Like, yeah, I can't even leave the house. I can't leave any, I can't even leave a room. Even when I go into like the production room to do something, it's like it's a habit. You take your phone, and then God forbid you lose your phone and you can't find your phone. Dude, it's like, I don't know, it's like you lost a kid in a shopping mall somewhere. You well, go frantic. I get of- anxiety because my wife, she, she'll do this. My stepdaughter does this. 
where if they can't get a hold of me within a second, it's, where are you? Nice conversation. Uh, Nice talk. And it's like, you just, like, give me a second. Yeah. Like, like a lot of times if I'm at home, I do leave my phone in, like, another room, and I'll walk away, or I'll put it on a charger and walk away. And if I don't answer my wife within a minute or two of a text— Oh man, she's you know it's it's like where are you? Where are you? And then it's the phone call, and then another phone call, and then another phone call. And a lot of times my ringer's off, man, because when I go to bed, like I go to bed like eight thirty, it's like I got knucklehead friends that are texting me after basketball games or anything. I was like, I turn it off. I don't have any connection at all with the world. <laughs> I, I do, and love- then I have it on in the car, like I can see it, but I still don't turn the volume on. And then even in here, our phones are off. So everywhere I go, my like my phone is off. Like, well, why didn't you answer your phone? I was like, answer my phone. Right. My phone's off, and I'm I'm cleaning up the kitchen. What do we you want? got we got the little guy a phone for uh, for Christmas. Santa did. Came down. He dropped it down the chimney. It's nice, man. His elves work overtime. And uh, and so it. I was really afraid that he would be on it all the time, and he's not. You know why? Because the dum dum forgets to charge it constantly. <laughs> so oh it's right, never right. Never charged. Right. So he doesn't. I I don't think he's used it in days. I only bring this up, man. I was over at Buddy's house watching the uh, football game over the weekend. So he goes to run out to go get food, and he leaves his phone. And I'm like, dude, he left his phone. I'm like, yeah, he doesn't take it anywhere. I was like, what do you mean he doesn't take it anywhere? It's like, he doesn't really use the phone much. And I I appreciated that. I was like, wow, here's a guy who's not. I mean, we're watching a game. I'm on my phone because I'm like making live bets and I'm just seeing what's happening in the world. Like, not even near his telephone, man. And he even left it at home when he went to go grit stuff. Now, that sounds dumb. Well, he, But he's he, just one of those guys that does, he doesn't care about his phone. I was like, I could really, okay. I tried that once, man, to come home and just put my phone down. I'm like, I don't know, man. There's too much fun out there yeah. in the world for me to look into. But here's where I go with that. Uh, my car breaks down. I run out of gas. Oh, it's I stupid. got a flat tire. Sure, stupid. Right? Yeah. Because here's the thing. Back in the day, all that stuff happened, but you could walk to a payphone. There's no payphones anymore. So that's the only line of communication I have back. So that guy, what if he goes to pick up that food and the order's wrong? And now he, how's he going to get a hold of someone, you know, his wife or whatever, to make sure that, hey, you know. Uh, this, guy's, uh, this guy isn't married. Oh. No. no, this guy's <laughs> pretty much. I'm pretty sure he left his wallet, too, when he, go, he went to go get the phone. <laughs> yeah, so that's the only thing, man. I, when, I, when I forget my phone, and there are times where I forget it. And, you know, if I know it's going to be for a while, I'll circle back and go back and get it. But if yeah. I know I'm just out for a couple minutes. All right, I'll 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 leave it at like, home. Even, but it like, is uncomfortable. There is an anxiety to leaving your phone in the house. I don't even feel guilty anymore. Like if I'm like if I'm just laying in bed or something, it's like late night. I'm like I don't know, man. I'm just scrolling through. Like who you texting? I'm like not texting anybody. But I don't know. It's just nonsense in the world, and I just seem to be addicted to it because it's right there on my phone. My wife will will grab my phone from me and start scrolling through my phone. I go, what are you doing? She goes, well, I'm bored on my phone. So you gonna think my phone's any better? It's the same phone. <laughs> yeah, you have the same cool app. She's like, she's like, your Facebook is more interesting than mine. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I guess. Sure. Right, let's give away this, or let's uh, do the journey song. Journey to journey, right? That is what we're doing all January, giving you a chance to go see Journey, Billy Idol, February 23rd at the Wells Fargo Center. Uh, when you hear this journey song later today with Steve Raymond, you dial up 609-677-107, 609-677-107. You dial that number up. When you hear this song, JoJo, what's the song? It is Any Way You Want It. Oh, Any Way You Want It. What a great movie. Uh, Any Way You Want It. When you hear it, 609-677-107. You can win a pair of tickets to go see Journey, Billy Idol, and get in the running for the grand prize, which is a limo ride for you and six of your friends up to the show, courtesy of Avalon Limo. We get back. We'll knock out some trash.
Vinci or Dusty Anything ragged or rotten or rusty Yes, I love trash Here's some trash for you Daniel Radcliffe, he's the uh, Harry Potter kid He's going to star as Weird Al Yankovic uh, For a new biopic for Roku That could work, I could see that He's kind of nerdy enough I like Weird Al, Weird Al's a good guy, man uh, he's just a, he's a smart guy. He's funny. Um, pa- his parents, man, crazy way to die. They, um, they had a leak, like their, um, their gas fireplace. Yeah. Uh, had a gas leak and it killed him in their sleep. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. This was like, probably like 15, 20 years ago. Was this before the CO detectors? I guess, yeah. man, you know, it's just an Sucks. older couple not thinking about it. And, uh, yeah, some defect. It was either a defective heater or a defective fireplace. Now, was he a successful artist at the time? Yeah, or- I mean, this was, yeah, I mean, he, okay. dude, he's been around since, I think his first, like, hit, like, because uh, it was Michael Jackson stuff. So you're talking like 83, 84? Yeah, yeah. You know, so he's been around almost 40 years. Whatever his parents are like before they die, like, Oh, what you're doing is silly. Go get a real job. You can't make money doing this. Oh, he's, I think he's done pretty well for yeah, himself. Yes, yeah, I, I think, bet you I, has. I think yeah. Weird Al has done pretty damn good. Quietly, like just, just uh, probably investing his money has, the right way. He has, he'll have hits, man, that like every couple years. He'll grab onto something pop culture and make a goof song about it. I've seen con- his concerts, you know, he'll sell out. Four or five thousand seat arenas. Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, UHF is a movie. He tried to dive into the movies. Uh, UHF is the movie he did, and it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, Whitney Houston, her song "I Will Always Love You," right? Even though it's Dolly Parton's song, I know, right? Yeah, uh, it's now certified diamond. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I watched a, a Dolly Parton uh, documentary not that long ago, and Dolly is a pretty good sport about it because Dolly's like, "Hey, I know everyone thinks it's Whitney's song." But guess who gets all the checks? Yeah, right. She yeah. don't care. Like, sure. like Dolly. Yeah. Dolly's doing just fine. Think all you want. And Dolly said Elvis tried to buy her, that song from her. So she writes it in the early 70s. And she wanted Elvis to sing it or Elvis heard it. And Elvis said, I'll buy it from you, but I want to straight out buy it. And then you're done. And I'm going to, you know, make all the money off the song. So I'll give you a hundred grand. But then you don't see another dime. Wow. And then I'll take it. And, I, and I'll see what I can do with it. Dolly was smart enough to say, no, this song's too good. This is going to let me retire. Yeah. And told Elvis to go, you know, fly a kite. Yeah. And uh, then eventually the Whitney Houston thing happened, and now Dolly Parton has Dollywood. Yeah. Whitney dies. She's like, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, because I guess it's that weird thing. When someone dies, the song just skyrockets yeah, again. Yeah, she's got a mailbox full of checks now. Uh, William Defoe will host Saturday Night Live for the first time on January 29th. The episode will include musical guest Katy Perry. Uh, Louis Anderson, who uh, another guy I love, man, from when I was a kid, uh, has been hospitalized for blood cancer. The iconic comedian who's 68 is in Las Vegas receiving treatment. Uh, for a, a diffuse large B cell lymphoma. So uh, hopefully Louie can beat it. He never looked healthy, Louie no, Anderson. never looked healthy. But he was great in uh, um, uh, the Eddie Murphy movie, uh, the America, Coming to America. Yeah. He's great in that. He had a cartoon when I was a kid, and I, I loved the Louie Anderson cartoon. He had a sitcom, too, where he plays the mom. Uh, baskets. That's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah that was good, yeah. That was his resurgence of the last couple of years. Yeah, he played an awesome fat woman. <laughs> uh, Britney Spears 
said her lawyer has sent Jamie Lynn Spears, her sister, a cease and desist letter threatening to sue unless she stops talking about Britney while she's on a media tour promoting a book. Yeah, a book this, about Britney. Dude, this Britney Spears family is, yeah. it's a its a disaster. Britney hates the sister. The sister hates Britney. Wasn't, everybody hates the dad. Wasn't Jamie cute? Yeah, she had a... T- Not so, anymore, okay. then. Not the picture right. I saw. The recent so, picture I saw. So she was on a show called Zoe 101. Right? It was like a kid's show. She was like 13, 14, 15. There's rumors that there's a guy. There was like a predator. He was the fat kid on Head of the Class. Yeah. Right? He, he became big producing these kid shows on Nickelodeon. They think that he banged her as a teenager oh, and wow. got her because she got pregnant and mm. they fired her. Wow. And they think it's his kid. Well, sure. And he eventually a- got ran out of town because so many people complained that he was like, he, he would make the girls... Um, uh, he would ask the girls to rub their feet. Right, weird like, stuff. Like, weird, yeah. like you're talking like 13 yeah. year olds. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, some weird stuff. Well, yeah, you can't have a 13 year old knocked up on a kid's show. I you got to like, move her to 16 and pregnant on MTV. I just like that it's the fat guy from head of the class. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go, some trash for you. 100.7 ZXL South Jersey's rock station, ZXL morning show, White Trash Wednesday. All right, so you dove in. You dove into some peacekeeper. What do you think? It's great, man. It's great. It's everything you want out of a cut. It's, I'll it's, tell you, I, I got to give it to John Cena because he went out on a limb. I mean, you know, look, he was he's a he's kid's favorite in WWE for the yeah. last 15 years. He is the biggest star to come out of the WWE and kids love him, right? You can't see me. Um, but this one, man, this show, Peacekeeper, not kid friendly. No, and I'm shocked, man, because you kind of <laughs> have that cookie cutter image like yeah. you could just do anything. But if somebody sees this movie, and listen, maybe he's a big enough star where it doesn't matter. But this one, he's like he's railing the broad. She's naked. He's naked. I mean, you, you see his ass. He's the whole always thing. been like that. I I met him early in his run. This is when he was a rap. This is when he was John Cena, the rapper, and he had thugonomics. Right. Yeah, that was yeah. his. That was his thing. That was his. <laughs> first, he went in as a half robot, half human. That yeah. was when he first started in wrestling. <laughs> right. Then, uh, then he took on uh, this rap persona with gold chains. He even put out a rap album, and he would call Thugonomics, right? That would be his thing. And uh, he'd go out and like go out in the ring, and with his hat on sideways, and just rip the city apart, you know, talking like a thug. And uh, and I met him during that time, right? It's like two thousand five ish. He went on this radio show, uh, and I, I I was on after them, and I'm sitting there in the lobby. And he's talk, and he's a well-known guy at this point. He's pretty big in the WWE. He's talking about how he only bangs fat girls because they're just easier. Really? <laughs> and like, yeah, but and, you're hearing and, this and coming the, from a superstar like that. The WWE is very sensitive because uh, they they're they're very good. The WWE is like a marketing machine, and they're very good when it comes to PR and stuff like that. So for him, the the at the time being a big player in the WWE and go on this radio show and talk about. How he just likes to bang fat chicks. Wow. Is awesome. Yeah, yeah. And so I always knew that he like he had an edge to him. And then he did that train wreck with uh Amy Schumer, and he was hilarious in that. Uh he had a movie called Sea Blockers. He was great in that. Yeah, he's goofy in this too, but he just plays this goofy kind of superhero. But like this takes it to a whole new level. Like he, you know, his ass is out, no, he's doing nasty. hardcore Hell sex yeah. scenes. Yeah. The the stuff coming out of his mouth is insane. The third episode, there's a P-word shot. Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah. <laughs> like, how, like, how do you even put that in there? Yeah. James Gunn. He, this is like everything James Gunn ever wanted to do, HBO Max is letting him do. Uh, he, you know, it's like, it's like if Guardians of the Galaxy had like an X rating. 
And this like, is going like, to happen. You have what's his nuts like banging Gamora. My kid's going to clip on. He's going to put on uh, HBO Max, and he's going to see a picture of yep. John Cena a in a superhero yeah. outfit. And he's going to be like, ah, look. This has to be okay. It's uh, John Cena. And I, I do love that he's out promoting the show, right? Peacekeeper. It's on HBO Max. Go check it out. Once again, though, you know, let you know it's not kid-friendly. Um, he's going dressed up as Peacekeeper to doing all these interviews. <laughs> you got With to. a stupid uh, helmet yeah. and everything. Yeah. And that's the, it, it's the stupidest costume ever. But he makes it work, man. It's fun. The new Suicide Squad movie, he was great in it. It, I thought it was really good, uh, but this Peacekeeper show, uh, yeah, I'm really digging. Because it's something, it's different. It's not the, I feel like Marvel movies have just been watered down. Yeah. And it's all the same boring well, stuff. And like, I think you're seeing that, too. I think the Star Wars stuff, man, people are just done with it. Well, you started off like, De- you got Deadpool. You're like, well, this can't be a, a real superhero. Look, man, he's he's banging. And, and there's, I mean, there's like real, real serious like violence and everything else. Yeah. And then you then you go into the boys, and they had the boys superhero. Now I, this is a new thing, man, because people are digging it. You're right; you're kind of done with the superhero. Hey, I'm going to keep saving the day. You're like, I don't know, I want to see him out at a bar picking yeah. up a chick. And that was a cool thing when Deadpool hit the comic books. It was he he knew that he was in a comic. He broke the fourth wall. Yeah, and he was and and he was mouthy. Um, and that was the fun part of it. So yeah, I mean, I guess dead like like we said yesterday to me. The first sign we ever got of it was Bad Superman from Christopher Reeve. It was Superman 2 or 3 where he turned into Bad Superman. Yeah. And he's like, remember, like he's beating people up and uh, he's like drinking at a diner. Yeah, well, yeah, like, yeah. Like that's all right. That's where I think we all got. Hey, superheroes can be pretty human. And then then that showed the boys. Uh, that really opened Way it up. Way next level, yeah. I and mean, that you're was just like, straight. You're responsible for the murder of innocent people. And yeah, that's like, hey, we are. We're. we're we're awful people, but we're superheroes. <laughs> and that's what you're finding out with the show Peacekeeper. Uh, yeah, it's really good, man. Everybody in the cast is is fantastic. Uh, even the op- – did you watch the opening credits, the, like the opening of the show? Yes. Where they where they do the dance routine? Yes, I saw the yes. dance routine. Even that, it's like yeah. you're watching that going, what, what am I yeah, watching? Exactly. Like, what, yes. what are they doing? Yep, 44 minutes of my day yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was good, man. It, it's, it was good. It's an interesting watch, man. There's a lot of good TV out there right now, and I think Peacekeeper's up there on my list. Uh, look, uh, we have to do the Journey to Journey song of the day. When you hear this Journey song later today with Steve Raymond, you're going to dial up 609-677-107. Your chance to win tickets to go see Journey Billy Idol February 23rd up in Philly. Uh, and get in the running for the grand prize. You and six of your friends taking a limo up to the show, courtesy of Avalon Limo. The song they're listening for, JoJo. I say it to my wife all the time, any way you want it. Uh, so what? So let's dance. That's the great Rodney Dangerfield from the movie Caddyshack, where that song starts playing. That's how I know any way you want it from Caddyshack. When you hear that song, 609-677-107, dial up. We get back. You think you have the best. think you've got it bad. I don't think we have it bad. Uh, a Cincinnati Zoo. It's the Cincinnati Zoo and Botanical Garden. It's paying tribute to Betty White. The Ohio facility announced in a news release that it recently named its one-month-old Blue Penguin Rose in remembrance of White's character on The Golden Girls. How about calling it Betty yeah. or White? Uh, the zoo revealed the name on January 17th. That would have been White's 100th birthday. Uh, Rose the Blue Penguin will soon move into her zoo habitat, where she will be joined by more than 30 penguins. Once the weather begins to warm up, zoo guests will have a chance to see the baby bird. Blue penguins are native to the coastlines of Australia and New Zealand. 
uh, a zoo director revealed that White, a devoted animal lover, had supported the zoo throughout her life. Yeah, we took the kids to the uh, the Cape Betty May, White Museum. Yeah, the oh. Cape May Courthouse Zoo or Cape yep. May Zoo. Uh, the the Cape May County. Yeah, Zoo. so yeah. we went there. It's like, you know, it was last week. It's kind of winter, so it's cold. The anim- dude. Yeah. yeah, the animals aren't really doing much. We felt we Even had to the get them out of the look house. At you and they're like, "What are you doing, dude?" Yeah, and now my nine year old, he's like the uh, he's at the age where he's like, "Ah." Yeah, I bet you that uh, that chimpanzee would rather be out in the wild than I have to talk him into. No, actually, that chimpanzee probably would have been mauled by a tiger. So it's it's living here in the zoo and it's still alive, living a life. Eh, I think it probably would rather be in a jungle somewhere. I like the giraffes. Like, like, oh, the giraffes, they don't have a lot of places to run. I was like, that giraffe would have been mauled by a cheetah by now, son. So it's alive here in the zoo, safe and sound, where it gets three squares. No, that, 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 that giraffe loves to look at Dennisville. <laughs> A TikTok user in the UK got out of uh, a bad date by pretending to receive what, JoJo? I'm going to say a positive COVID test. Yeah, man. Smart. It, it was, uh, and you're, I think you're going to see more and more. I, I have a feeling people are using it to get out of work. Yeah, I just got out of 26 days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was actually a text from a friend to help her ditch a guy with the positive COVID test. Uh, uh, once again, this is all on TikTok. Uh, Kaylee says she was on the worst effing date I've ever been on in my life. Uh, She said, I need to leave. I couldn't spend any more time there after she escaped to the bathroom. Uh, She called up a friend, uh, and they sent a fake positive test result to her. She showed the date, and then she took off. Yeah, we talked about that. You want to get out of a kid's party, go into a wedding you don't want to go to or anything? Just Just slam dunk. Yeah, just have one sitting at home. Uh, Heritage Auction set a single Marvel Comics page featuring the first appearance of Spider-Man's iconic black costume. Sold for a record-breaking $3.3 million. The original artwork by Mike Zeck, which became page 25 of Secret Wars number 8 in 1984, is now the world's most valuable page of a comic book artwork ever. The page features the first appearance of Spider-Man's black costume, an Elliot symbiote, uh, who went on to form half of the anti-hero Venom. Uh, we could not be happier, especially for our co-signer, who brought the art in the late 80s and treasured these pages ever since. This is coming from a Heritage Auctions rep. The results prove that we've long been saying comic book art is a beloved, is beloved and valuable as anything put on canvas. Spider-Man already was the star of the most expensive comic book ever sold after a copy of The Amazing Fantasy number 15, the hero's first appearance, sold for $3.6 million in 2021. There you go. Those people, they have it bad. You, not so much. was awkward but you know i have house guests my mom and brother in a town and my my dad my brother has a dog yeah the, brings, you know what but I, I wouldn't say house guests they're roommates now they're moving in almost yeah to where the kids are like hey how cool would it be if they live with us i said yeah. no 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 that's yeah. not that's not cool at all yeah come on uncle chris get in there he's got this dog now the dog's 18 it, it's 18 and it's deaf so it really doesn't do anything so it's not even like a dog like when you hear dog you think you jump up on the couch yeah. and everything else so the dog pees in the house last night. Ooh. Hardwood floors, brand new. Right Ooh, after yeah. we had our dogs destroyed. Now we didn't have them destroyed. God took them away. Yeah. And that went. Now you know. And what? it is God, nice, man. There's a freedom to not having animals in your house anymore. There is, and I hung yeah. my hat on the fact that no dog has ever urinated in my house. And now I feel like my well on the new floors at least. Exactly. Yeah. Now I feel like. I don't know. Now I feel like they're tainted. Like they're yeah. just—they're always going to have this. Did you know, or did you find it? Did you watch it happen? One of the kids said, uh, "Yo, the dog had an accident." Now I give my brother credit. He was very upset that the fact that it happened. So it wasn't like he just laughed it off. And I'm like, "Yeah." Whose fault? I, uh, 
someone not let him out? Okay, so mom doesn't let the dog out while I'm with uh, the brother and little guy at jujitsu. So they get home, but then we get home and brother doesn't let the dog out either. So no one's let the dog out. I'm even thinking in my head, I'm like, maybe the dog needs to go out more than it normally does just to make sure this doesn't happen. My thing is, okay, it's nice enough that I'm letting you stay at my house. And now you're going to bring an animal. That animal is your responsibility. Don't look at me to to feed it, to let it out. This is your animal. This is like when you bring a kid to my house. You're in charge of your kid. I'm not in charge of your kid. Yeah. Anywhere I ever brought my animal, like my dogs, I was like, that's the worst thing that the dog could do was like just urinate. And now, lucky, listen, it was hardwood floors. It wasn't carpet. He handled the situation the right way. But I'm like, what do you use to clean it up? I don't know. My wife got on it. She got on it pretty quick. She's like, someone let the dog out. And then she was on it pretty good. She probably, if I know her, she probably sanded the hardwood floors down <laughs> to the bare wood and extracted all the urine out of the thing. It is, man. It's, it's, uh, I, I, I just don't, it's been an, a little over a year since my dog died. And I love my dog. But man, it's been a nice year. Yeah, you don't miss it. I know. The, I, the, the chasing around, the accidents. Uh, you know, my dog was having nosebleeds constantly. All that stuff, man. Like, I don't have to worry about it. I would get up every hour on the hour to check on him to make sure that, one, he was breathing, and the one, okay, is he going to have an accident? Do I got to take him out? Do I have to carry him out and onto the deck? That kind of stuff, man. And it's just now it's like when I get to leave and I shut my door and that's it, and I don't have to worry about, oh, God, what's going to happen when I come home? It's fantastic. Yeah, my neighbor's like, oh, don't you miss the dog? Every kid should grow up with a dog. I was like, yeah, I, you're the same one that just threw your dog out on the deck because it did something wrong in the yeah. house. Like, you guys, and the pictures on Facebook, ah, love my dog. I'm like, do you? I think I just saw you kick it. I'll yeah. tell you what, What it, my, my stepdaughter was big on getting a dog or a cat, and then she got her own place, and she saw what it takes to take care of your own place. Oh, forget it, yeah. And she's like, no. She goes, I- I'm, never, I'm never getting an yeah, animal. No. And I go, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If Ex- I, it's, it's, like, it's like taking care of a child. If I would have just knocked my wife up right out of college, uh, then we would have never had any dogs. It would have been much better <laughs> off. At one point, we had three dogs. They were walking the neighborhood. And yeah, you had you to walk the things or else you felt guilty. I'm like, I don't know. I live in a townhouse. I got to get these dogs out. It's us and three dogs. I'm like, what are we doing? Can we just, can we just have some kids? <laughs> Uh, Uh, Everybody, thank you for your phone calls today. They're always welcome on the show. Glad when you are all a part of it. And uh, we'll kick off that rock block right now for you. It's 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's rock station, ZXL Morning Show. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. I'm over smiles with you. And when you're laughing. When you're laughing. Oh, you're laughing. Oh, you're laughing. Mm, When the sun comes shining through. Shining through. When you're crying, when you're you bring on the rain. Stop your shine, won't you be happy again? Happy again. When, you're smiling, when you're smiling, keep on smiling, keep on smiling. and the world will smile. Yeah, you are rocking out, man. I know, you guys are awesome. I love looking at you guys on my way to work. She's like, yeah, yeah, warm it up, chip. And I'm like, I'm about to. Yeah, we're rocking. Hey, thank you. You guys are the best. How you doing? Yo, keep me laughing, man. You guys are great. Good morning. You guys are still there, huh? There you go, Oh, God. Is it my radio, or are you only broadcasting in mono? Joe Biden! This is the radio. That's a DJ. No, I better. Like, if you're yeah. on it, I would listen to it. Thanks, yeah. man. Getting up in the morning doesn't suck anymore. Today's show was brought to you by the letters W, T, and F. JoJo and Scotty. End of discussion!